Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Hey, welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions on this rainy Monday. We are currently at 9.42 a.m. Central Time. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me, as always, my other host, co-host, the pedophilias of this here podcast network, Ben Garrett. Ben, good morning. Good morning, Zach. It's not rainy here in uh, Mississippi. It's man, nice. probably cloudy, sunny. God, you always you know, talk about the weather. You know, I, I don't know why, but here we are. We are recording. We are on. It's August 14th. Camp is rolling. First scrimmage of fall camp was over the weekend. We'll get into that. But before we do, want to remind you once again that this show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, the Ole Miss line, August 27th. Mark it on your calendar. Set an alarm. Set four alarms because I have a feeling the Ole Miss fan base is going to come in strong. Homefield Apparel, vivid prints, premium quality, thoughtful design. They have done extensive research on this Ole Miss line, and it is what I have been told, quote, glorious. So get geeked up for that. Remember, promo code TOC23 at checkout for 15% off when you buy every single item that is in that line that is unveiled August 27th. That's Homefield Apparel. Check them out, homefieldapparel.com. They've got over 150-plus schools in their catalog, go check it out. And again, Ole Miss, August 27th. It's going to be a big day. All right, Ben, Saturday was also a big day. First scrimmage of fall camp. Sounds like defense had a lot of success. Offense did some good things here and there. But what were your first impressions of the first scrimmage of fall camp? Defense is a little bit further along than I expected them to be. They look pretty good. That's probably – would you say that's expected – a lot of new faces on offense. Guys probably still learning, swimming a little bit. But, I mean, if you're an Ole Miss fan, that's good to know because I think people expect the offense to be electric this year. So if the defense is already churning, that's good. Yeah, I don't know if I would say they're churning, but they definitely look much more competitive and are much more competitive than I thought they would be. Because, I mean, they were completely overhauling the defense. I mean, that's why they went out and got Pete Golding. That's why they went out and got so many transfers. I mean, they got 13 defensive transfers seven of them in the defensive secondary. Yeah. I mean, this was this was the intention for them to quickly rebound or reverse course or retool uh, comparatively to last year. So they've done that. You can tell it. But, like, they dominated in a lot of ways on Saturday. Ooh. Dominated. And offensively, I like what Ole Miss has. I think they're going to be really good offensively. Uh, maybe it was just one day, whatever. But – we all thought that there was this like gap in talent disparity between offense and defense, like cumulative talent on both sides. And I think defensively, it's not that far off. If you look at what they've added on defense and how they've overhauled it, and they got so many guys to secondary, 
correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, I think pretty much all of these secondary additions were all former all-conference players. Was Again, John the, Saunders, was he all-conference? He was all-conference. TJ Young, Gaddy, yeah. Walton, I believe. Oh, yeah, he was a four-year starter at Georgia Tech. Yeah, and um, – That's the most slam-dunk one. The two-lane. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, Kennedy, before he got hurt, he was all-conference. So, yeah, I mean, experience, length. And look, it's not SEC level. They're not all SEC guys, obviously, because they're from another school out of the conference. But Pete Golding basically said what we've been saying on this podcast in his presser the other day. They're going for length in the secondary. That is what they want. He said they might sacrifice some top end speed, but in order to be successful in the secondary in this game of space, you know, college football is. It's all about can you make plays in space, and they want guys that are long and athletic. So we nailed that one, and I think the staff nailed it because you look at who have, who they've gotten out of the portal, Gaddy, Walton, Young, Anthony, they're all long, athletic dudes. Um, you know, it's hard. Not many Pac-Man Jones out there anymore. Not many Darrell Revises out there anymore. I mean, there there are some exceptions. There's some five eleven guys that can that can cover people. That's also why it's kind of a bummer that Miles Battle left this offseason. Because I remember me and Bradley Sal when we were recording one of these podcasts, he was bullish that he was Miles Battle, talking about Brad talking about Miles Battle, that Miles Battle was a next level player, like he was gonna get drafted, all this kind of stuff because of the length. And then he leaves and Ole Miss gets Pete Gold, and I'm thinking, oh my God, dude, no. He landed good at Utah, but that's what you, when you're thinking about like, what are y'all talking about? What kind of profile are you talking about? Miles battle. And mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these guys look like. Yeah. Derek Jones. Another example. Yeah, Derek Jones. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Derek like Jones. He, he, he was a receiver by trade, but mm-hmm. long and athletic, good ball skills, put him on defense. And you know, he shuts down Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry in a game. Yeah. So, Makes an NFL roster gets drafted by the New York jets. Yeah. Didn't do much of anything you know, production-wise, career-wise at Ole Miss. And sure enough, the projection worked. Yeah, I mean. That's what Pete Golding wants. He wants long and rangy. And Deshaun, like, even in the slot, we're used to, we think about slot guys at Ole Miss is, like, the ideal one was who? Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton was unbelievable. I mean, He's yeah, 5'8". Nickel corner that's everywhere. Yeah. A little undersized. There's a reason why he's the nickel and not one of the two, like, that he's mm. not on the boundary or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they've got... But here, Deshaun Gaddy's in the slot. It looks different. Last week, when I went over there, the first team offense, first team defense, just running through basic stuff. And the first team defense was seven of the 11 starters, all transfers. Transfers. It's very jarring in a lot of ways. I asked Chuck, who who the hell is number six on offense? It was Jam Griffin. The yeah. Oregon State transfer. So... Um, I get the strategy because that's what the culture is now. And it become, it can be frustrating because, like, two kids that Ole Miss desperately wants in this recruiting class are committing this month, Cam Franklin and Narelle White, and I'm sure we're going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And people will get upset if Cam Franklin does like we think he's going to do and commits to Auburn. And they'll bemoan the fact that Ole Miss isn't doing this in in-state recruiting or that in in-state recruiting. And then you look out, you know, two weeks in advance of a season opener, against Mercer on September 2, three weeks out, however far out we are. 
Mm-hmm. And seven of 11 starters on defense are transfers, like veteran transfers. A four-year starter at Georgia Tech is starting at corner. It's a different world entirely. And Ole Miss is recruiting that way, too. Yeah, Jamonta Wally, he's going to go to Florida, and then Florida's not going to give him what he wants. We'll get him out of the portal next year. But I think Ole Miss has really done well with this group. And maybe it wasn't as flashy to you as Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. That, but, like, I would argue that portal class wasn't that great. Trigg was the number one offensive ad. What would he have been in this group with Trey Harris and Zachary Franklin? Yeah, seriously. They needed Michael Trigg to come in and be Kyle Pitts. Jackson yeah. Dart, you need to come in here and be Matt Corral. Yeah. Pretty jarring when you see it. But then you get it. You know, you get why they go this way because mm-hmm. they can completely turn over the defense like they have. Completely. Personnel-wise. Now, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't. You know, it's looked good before. And, again, Saturday was one scrimmage, and it's just been a lot more even than I expected. Now, I will say, on paper, the defense wasn't great last year. I don't have the numbers in front of me where they finished. But, look, during that skid – Outside of the Arkansas game, the defense did more than enough to win games. I agree. I yeah. mean, the Alabama game, the defense played outstanding. I mean, Bryce Young Texas Bowl. was going to do Bryce Young things, but they still got stops. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they were they were really good in that game. Then you have the the Egg Bowl. Defense was outstanding that game. Made plays, got stops, big sacks on third down. They forced State into long, down-and-distance situations and got stops. The offense just didn't get it done. Yeah, the Texas Bowl started out terrible, but the defense got its footing, did enough. They just couldn't move the chains. They held them right there. Yeah, I mean, so, again, you can say, well, you know, hand grenades and horseshoes, whatever, you know, close only matter. Yeah, but, like, they made strides with a coordinator that had never been a coordinator before. What are they going to do now with more depth, more experience, and a defensive coordinator that has the rubber stamp from the greatest coach in the history of the sport? So I'm not saying they're going to be lights out, top 20 defense, but I think they're no. I think it's it's hard for me to see them not improve as a unit. Pete Golding's saying is is uh fast, smart, and physical. So he wants to make it to where guys can just, hey, you're not thinking a whole lot. You're just playing fast. Pete Golding is proven. He's never had worse than a top 30 defense. Pete Golding is proven. Now, do I think he's going to have a top 30 defense in year one at Ole Miss? No. But do I think he could have top 50s? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's good enough to win eight or nine in the SEC. Even with this schedule? Yeah. Is top 50 good enough to win eight or nine games? Yes. Yes, yes. Exactly. But I like I don't even think it's crazy to say that. Top 50? Maybe we should say that because they were a little bit better defensively than maybe we gave them credit for. And also, it's Pete Golding, never had worse than a top 30 defense. As you said, got the rubber stamp from the greatest coach in college football history. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that in a class that ranked top five, at worst top 10 nationally in its sport and was defense heavy, I think of their 28, pushing 20 came on defense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it should look like this. Maybe we should expect them to be a little bit better. That's why I'm more bullish on uh, my prediction of 9-3. and three. 
Like I was predicting nine and three because I was getting a little swept up in the off season hope of it all. Right. Yeah. You and I have, have have gotten around to this point several times over the course of the last, you know, the off season. And then we talked about it extensively on hit that line last week, which if you haven't listened to the debut 2023 hit that line, please do. You can find it. Talk of champions network. Ole Miss fans kind of have to have a sit down with themselves and have a, a heart to heart where look, Lane Kiffin won 10 regular season games. It's never been done. They had a generational talent at quarterback. All the balls bounced in their way that year. They won tough road games when normally Ole Miss historically does not. Everything went, yeah, everything went Ole Miss's way. You kind of have to be honest with yourself as an Ole Miss fan and know that eight and four, nine and three is a hell of a year for Ole Miss because of the landscape of college football, the landscape of the SEC, and the two programs that they're adding historically are better than Ole Miss. Texas hasn't done anything in a long time, but historically they are better. Oklahoma, we will see what happens with Brent Venables, but with Lincoln Riley and Bob Stoops, historically they're better. If you're Ole Miss and you have Lane Kiffin and you're winning eight or nine games a year, maybe you pop in a 10 or 11 if things roll, you know, schedule rolls your way. Uh, You get some good bounces, you stay healthy, all of that. Maybe that happens, but if you're Ole Miss and you're consistently winning eight or nine, I don't know how much more you can ask. I mean, you can ask for more, but that's not realistic. If I mean, I don't think I'm I'm talking out of my ass here. I think that that's something that Ole Miss fans have to understand. Like with the limitations with NIL, and there are limitations. That's not to say the Grove Collective isn't doing a, a great job. They are, but other programs, bigger fan bases. Bigger budgets, bigger collectives. Ole Miss bigger... is never going to have the most money. Ole Miss desperately needs a millionaire or a billionaire oh, to just awesome. be like, "Hey, I'm giving money to to football. Here you go." They get donations. I mean, they got they got a like a what was it, like a two point nine million dollar donation or something the other day, but it was divided between athletics and academics. Yeah, it's always going to be divided with academics, and that's tough, especially yeah. right now for Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is kind of cash poor right now. They may may not be if there's a late portal entry, but we'll see. Oh, you're speaking about Spencer Sanders? I mean, you don't have to be coy about it. We'll see. Why do you think Spencer Sanders is getting in? He's back out of practice on Saturday. I don't know, man. We'll see. I think the writing is on the wall there, at least for now. Jackson Dart looks like a completely different person this year. Lane Kiffin said it. He's also been your guy for the longest. Well, I'm on a heater right now, okay? Yeah, you're, you're feeling yourself right now. Aiden Williams, Aiden Williams was my guy. Yeah. And he's showing out. I, well, I come just on, think, that's not really going out on a limb, Zach. Well, sure. He was ranked the number two player in the state for a reason. But I said he would be a day one guy, and he looks like a day one guy right now. Yeah, but they really haven't gotten but, day one. Day one is Mercer, September 2. What, <laughs> what, a, what percentage of snap share – do you think Aiden Williams is going to get? I think he's going to be over 50%. Like, do you think they're going to design offense around him? Historically, that's what Kiffin does. Like, yeah, he finds a weakness in a defense and he exposes it until you stop it. 
last year, Quinshawn Judkins was the strength and people couldn't figure out how to stop him. So they ran it down people's throat until you stopped it. When he had Elijah Moore, he just hammered you to death with pop passes and jet sweeps and screens. I think he will be a incredibly valuable option out of the slot because of his skill set and his size. And he's not a typical slot build. I think with Trey Harris and let's say Jalen Knox, Zachary Franklin. Well, he's a slot guy. I'm talking about like on the outside. They're going to oh, be got you. Zachary Franklin when he's healthy. Trey Harris. Uh, Trey Harris, we already talked about. It. He's way bigger than he was at Louisiana Tech. With those guys getting so much attention on the outside, it's going to open up the middle of the field. And oh, by the way, they have an NFL tight end and Caden Priestcorn that's going to help do that as well. So, I mean, I it, people are going to know who Aiden Williams is very quickly because I do think they are going to incorporate him very quickly into the offense. But, but your heat check, your true heat check, is saying that Spencer Sanders is going to get in the portal. We've been saying it. You said it. I've said it. Dart is is healthy a year a year farther away from from the knee injury. He's much more comfortable in the offense. He's taken on a leadership role. He like it. What we said about Pete Golding, like he wants his guys to play fast. I think Dart is like the wheels are turning much faster in his head now. Like there is no more second guessing on what what the call is, what you know who's running what. Like he knows the playbook now. So, I mean, I, I'm i not saying he's going to, you know, be Matt Corral from 2021, but I think he's going to have a much better year than he did a year ago. And he's got better weapons now. So, it just, it sets up for the offense to be very dangerous, in my opinion. And we haven't even mentioned Quinshawn Judkins being the running back. Well, on three just released their uh, top 10 players. Jesse Simonton released his top 10 players in the SEC, and Quinshawn's at three. Harold Perkins is one. He's two. Who's one? Brock Bowers? Yeah. Yeah. Which is absolutely 100% fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where's Jaden Daniels? Four? He's not in the top ten. Wow. Four is Kool-Aid McKinstry. Duh. Five is Rocket Sanders. Six is Malik Neighbors. Seven is Juice Wells. Eight is J.C. Latham. Nine is Cedric Van Prane, and ten is Dallas Turner. Okay, <laughs> I can't argue. That's, That's fine. yeah, very fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than fair. <laughs> Spoiler alert: the SEC has good players. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think um, and the best names: Kool Aid McKinstry. Still, I mean, come on, one of the greatest. The chain, the chain he had on at Media Days was incredible. Cannot wait for San Francisco to get here. Dude, just an all-time name. Yeah. Oh, speaking of San Frisco, since he's a recruit and um, a 2024 target in Mississippi, you know what we haven't done in a long time on this podcast? What's that? A Zach's recruiting attack. We're friends first and nothing can ever come between us. A Zach's recruiting attack for the first time in a while. Ole Miss has two of his top targets and two of the biggest prospects in the state of Mississippi committing to their schools this month. Cam Franklin, who has been uncommitted, the number one prospect in the state, the defensive lineman, four-star, Auburn, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Miami. Cam Franklin, what's the update in Zach's recruiting attack? 
Auburn sources are cautiously optimistic. Uh, he has taken a visit there. Jeremy Garrett has done a nice job recruiting him since being hired at Auburn. Hugh Freeze is going to do his used car salesman thing. And look, I, I have this pretty well sourced. Auburn kept the proverbial powder dry during the Brian Harson era. And they are showing that and then some with how they are recruiting right now. They are unloading the checking account with NIL. They are recruiting at an extremely high level. I think the consistent and relentless approach that that staff has taken with Cam Franklin, he's been there multiple times. He was there for the Big Cat. Um, or no, excuse me. He wasn't there for Big Cat Weekend. He came that Monday after. Um, I, I would say it's Auburn or Tennessee right now. But again, as I posted on the board several times, as we have said it on here, it's going to go down to signing day. Tennessee's not going to go away. Miami is not going to go away. It, it, I think a lot of it hinges on how these seasons go. And, you know, what's Miami going to look like? South Beach. And all of that is cool and, and whatever, but are they going to win games? Tennessee, lot they're the hunted now. They are no, they are no longer the hunter. They're not sneaking up on anybody. How will they be without Hendon Hooker? How will they be with a brand new offense? A lot of offensive lineman pieces are gone. How are they going to look? Uh, and then Ole Miss, Pete Golding, he's recruited Cam Franklin for years. He's now at Ole Miss. Kelvin Bolden, Derek Nix, they're all ch chipping in. Lane Kiffin has been to that, that high school. They've all been to that high school recruiting him. How are they going to look defensively? Are they going to be able to showcase, hey, watch this guy on Saturdays. This is what we want you to do. So regardless of where he commits, it's not going to be over after that. And sure, that might sound like spin or, you know, blowing smoke, whatever. That's just true. His recruitment is not going to stop because he commits somewhere in August, not by a long shot. So I think it's Tennessee or Auburn right now. Um, but Ole Miss is going to stay on him. That, that, that's for that's for damn sure. But that's where yeah. I'm leaning right now. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends.
Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits, to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone, from pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. 
Go ahead, have your Ole Miss fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Auburn is offering the most upfront money. Tennessee and Ole Miss have specific deals in place to get Cam Franklin. Agree to the deals are the deals. Auburn's offering more upfront money, and that's what the family wants right now. Which also lines up with what we've been saying for the past couple months. Ole Miss is not going to do the the rat race of, we'll give you money right now. We'll pay yeah. you to commit right now. They're not going to do that. They've never right. done that. No, they're not going to play necessarily that game of like, okay, we're going to uh, – Auburn's giving us 50. What can you give us Ole Miss up front? That's not – yeah, I agree in that way. But I think the number one thing uh, that Ole Miss offers compared to the rest of the schools that they're going against in the NIL space is we deliver – Ole Miss being the mm-hmm. in this scenario – we deliver on our promises where uh, yeah. some other schools haven't and won't. Like Florida's developed a reputation for not delivering. And that's Ohio not State. just – Yeah, Ohio State, I guess. Ohio State. Whatever Ole Miss says – it's going to pay you or how it's going to take care of you. That's exactly what it's done. And there's value in that because like, it all sounds great right now. The numbers sound huge as you're getting recruited. Yeah. But actual dollars in hand and Ole Miss is delivered in that way. Ole Miss always, whatever the agreement is, Ole Miss will fulfill its agreement while others haven't. And so that's why, it's a very real strategy. Ole Miss goes, okay, Jamonta Wallace committed to Florida. Florida's promising him all this stuff. We'll get him in the portal next year. And it's notable that all but, I think, two or three of the 28 transfers that they signed came to Ole Miss for, quote, less money. But as far as guaranteed actual dollars, money going into your hand, into your pocket, to your family, your hard-earned money, Ole Miss delivers on its promises. And so Cam Franklin, yeah, he, he'll probably commit to Auburn. When, when is he committing? August 25th? Uh, I don't think he's – unless I missed it, I don't the think 19th. he's given an he's exact the 19th. date. He's the okay. 19th. Yeah. Narelle White's the 25th. All right, yeah. So a day after my birthday on the 18th, Cam Franklin probably commits to Auburn. Okay. Ole Miss desperately wants Cam Franklin. Make no mistake about it. Like Pete Golding really wants Cam Franklin. It's not just because – He's a great player either. Obviously, he's a great player. Everybody wants the player. But optically, the PR component matters too. You know, mm-hmm. you sign Sonny P, the number one player in Mississippi, defensive player. Last year, you do the same thing this year. Defensive player, number one player in the state, Cam Franklin. The best players in, in Mississippi, the best defensive players come to play for Pete Golding at Ole Miss. So all those things matter. They want Cam Franklin. They're weighing the finances of it, the strategy in that way, like how you allocate your dollars. Yep, 100%. That's it. That's all it is. I think he's going to commit to Auburn, and then Ole Miss will ultimately get him at some point. Now, Narell White, I thought he was committing to Ole Miss. I thought he was going to flip from Arkansas for the longest. You did too. My question is, is Mississippi State a real threat right now? I don't think so. Okay. This is your recruiting attack, even though I've kind of – Taking it over. No, no, no. We, we tag team it. Yeah, I mean, they're out front. 
uh, I mean, the I thought the quote that he gave Chad Simmons was was pretty pointed with him saying the school that I pick is the one that has shown the most love and, and I can see myself there and I will, um, well, here, let me just get the action. As you're efforting would be an amazing, amazing troll job. Can we not all admit? If oh yeah. He pick Mississippi state. He said, what I'll an be, amazing troll. He said, I will be committing to Arkansas, LSU, Ole Miss or Mississippi state on August 25th. The school I'm committing to never stop showing love and the environment is just different. Being able to put it on for this school would just be different. Which ones don't fit this criteria? Does LSU fit the criteria that he just, no. okay. I mean, unless I'm missing something, no. Arkansas. I uh, know. I think they're out. Cause he decommitted. Yeah, why the hell would you decommit if you're just going to – I mean, unless you're just trolling right. everyone. Right. All right, Mississippi State. It could. You could. Yeah, but I just don't see it. All due respect to Zach Arnett and that staff, I, I don't see that atmosphere being something that would be I only quote, bring it different. up because the I've had people ask me this in text messages on the message board at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Philip on three. Yeah, but he's showing Mississippi State all this love on Twitter. Well, he also posted the official offer from from Arkansas. Okay, so I mean, I think I think he's just having fun. I think it's Ole Miss. Sam Spiegelman thinks it's Ole Miss. He's as connected as anyone in our industry. Yeah, I think it's Ole Miss. Okay, follow the visits. That's always been the mantra. Shows up at Juice Fest, and then quickly, boom, decommits. Oh, buddy, talk he, about bringing back receipts. <laughs> if this does happen on August 25th, if Narelle White, the four-star wide receiver, the number seven player in Mississippi, completes the flip from Arkansas to Ole Miss on August 25th, and we look back and say, where was the tell? When did we know? When he came to Juice Fest, yeah, Zach Barry will have another receipt. It all kind of makes sense at this point. Now, I could just be completely off-based and we'll look foolish and – you know, 11 days, but Ole Miss has never stopped recruiting him. He has been open about that the entire time. He said that it was always going to be Arkansas or Ole Miss. And then that's not sourcing that came directly from his mouth. And you decommit from Arkansas. It just points to Ole Miss. I mean, big arrow. And Sam Spiegelman thinks the same. I think that the quotes that he gave Chad Simmons over the weekend kind of hint to that as well. I think that he has been someone that Ole Miss has been after for a long time. And I just think that it all kind of makes sense at this point. The I think he would be an absolute joy to watch in a Lane Kiffin offense because of his skill set. I think that he brings a suddenness, a – I mean, the short space quickness is elite. He has strong hands. He's not the biggest guy, but at 6'1", 190, I think, you know, it's cliche. He plays bigger than he is. He can play outside or inside, and he's versatile. He plays both ways in high school. He's played some quarterback. I mean, he's not going to do that at Ole Miss, but, I mean, that's just an, an athletic, you know – feather in the cap that just makes him a better overall player and a better prospect to be able to do so many different things. I, I think, I think all signs point to Ole Miss here. 
on a scale of one to five, five being your most confident. Ole Miss lands Cam Franklin, one to five. On August 19th? Yes. A one. By November? Mm, three and a half. By this time next year, once he's in and out of the portal? <laughs> five. Oh! Ask me that uh, about Jamonta Waller. That's what I would say. All right. Narelle White. I'd say like a 4.85. 4.85 from the Russian judge. Now, there's one more target. He's not an in-state guy, but is probably committing soon that Ole Miss is high on. Four-star quarterback, Trevor Jackson. Will they actually hold on to this one? <laughs> I think so because okay. in my preview I wrote about it, Cody Belair's talked about it. Charles Powers talked about it. He is a very intriguing prospect because of the skill set and what he can do with the football. He really rips it. He's got tons of arm talent. But this fall, when he kicks off his senior season at Jones High School in Orlando, it'll be his second year as a starter. So still pretty green in terms of being a leader, running an offense. Um, so longevity play here this is this is the long con if you will like he is a guy that's not going to be a day one come in compete with walker howard and austin simmons i think this is a guy that will be down the road they're going to bring him in get him acclimated to the speed of the game learning the playbook and then let's see what we got in 2025 now maybe he'll shock everybody and come in and be ready but i think the the frame is there he's a Big kid, really flashed at the Elite 11 finals, turned some heads, and um, I think Ole Miss is in a great spot for him there. He told me that he plans on, quote, probably committing this weekend. Um, He told me that he might drop a top four. I don't think that is, you know, really going to matter. I think that's just a, you know, maybe it's just a play on building a brand and, you know, building the hype if he did drop a top four who would it be yeah um in your opinion i think it'll be ole miss pitt miami well who was he really considering before ole miss got in after you know demondi committed was, it was really pitt miami um he's got a impressive offer sheet i'll throw oklahoma in there okay he likes Jeff Levy. He had a good visit. Um, he likes There's their a sales name. pitch. There's yeah. a name. Somebody asked me on the Ole Miss Spirit message board last week, Ben, do you think the leader in the clubhouse to be the he- no. next Ole Miss head coach after Lane Kiffin is Pete Golding? Oh, oh yes, 100%. Yes, I do too, uh, for a number of reasons, including money. Also, also, he's just damn impressive. That press conference when he was talking, that sounded like a head coach. We sounded the exact same three years ago with Jeff Levy. Yeah, and then he it's did different what he because did Pete Golding is friggin' yeah, and Pete Pete Golding, former defense coordinator at Alabama. It's completely different, but it's just like here we go again. Yeah, Levy Golding hasn't burned any bridges yet. Levy's done that. Oh, I'll just tell you this: had Lane Kiffin gone to Auburn, Keith Carter, and he only had two flights scheduled. One to Baylor, Waco, Texas, to talk to Dave Aranda, and the other to Jeff Levy. So if Dave Aranda told him no, he was going to pivot and go hire Jeff Levy. Oh, boy. If Lane Kiffin leaves, I think you make – you don't have to make a 
you don't have to get on a plane. You just go down the hall no. in the Manning Center. Yeah. And then after that, I think if you do want to take a plane ride, you go down to Boca Raton, Florida. Oh. And go see how Tom Herman's doing. Oh, no. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's like, no. Hey, by, by the way, you're talking about eight, nine wins. Eight or nine wins in 2024 about to become a hell of a lot more valuable. Carry a lot oh, more yeah. weight. Yeah, yeah. When the, when the playoff expands to 12. Be a very dangerous 12 or 11 seed. I'm saying. Yeah. Now you're going to have to beat Alabama or Georgia, but you're going to have to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get in, a, get in a tournament format and just see what happens. Oh, I can't wait. That will mean so much more because the end goal is what? The title. When in a title. What's the, the end goal of playing in the Texas Bowl? <laughs> Does anybody remember who won the Texas Bowl off, off the top of your head back in 2019? Yeah, no they won the 2019 Texas Bowl. These exhibition games don't matter. They don't matter. Even the Sugar Bowl, which used to be like the Ole Miss Bowl. Who cares? Yeah. What, what are we doing this for if not to win a national championship? I don't care to be the champion of the Birmingham Bowl. They don't mean anything. But yeah. Cam Franklin, we both think, is going to commit to Auburn. Narelle White, we both agree, is probably going to commit to Ole Miss. Yeah. Okay. Trevor Jackson, Ole Miss. And Trevor Jackson fits the timetable of the Ole Miss quarterback room better than DeMond Williams did. That's why I think DeMond Williams is now with Arizona. He's going to be ready to play sooner maybe than Trevor Jackson right now. It could change, obviously. But yeah. right now in their development paths, DeMond is more advanced. And then after Trevor Jackson, if and when Ole Miss gets him, then it will be a lot of quick plane rides or five-hour drives to Nashville, Tennessee for Deuce Knight. Somebody asking the all-day Ole Miss AMA on the Ole Miss Spirit Message Board last week, hey, Ben, what is Deuce Knight's – what's going to be his focused area of study? And I just said football. Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask him. I'll be at his game on Friday. Yeah, I was being snarky, but you should ask him on Friday. Well, that's why parents, Notre Dame is is yeah. is is in it because he he's he's big on it. Right. He's, he's big on education, and his parents yeah. are too. So, um, yeah. So I was being a smart ass, but it's legitimate. <laughs> it's legitimate. That's why he's considering Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame's really in. It's not just Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame being Notre Dame. It's the academic part of it. And I, I think the last show we did, I could not remember his name. But now I have it, but I'm going to quiz you. Oh, God. Do you know who the OC is at Notre Dame? I have no idea. It is Gino Gadugli. Do you remember where he played his college ball? No shot. Oh, man. Gino Gadugli is an amazing name, by the way. It's such a good name. Gino Gadugli. <laughs> if you hear that, where do you think he's from? A borough of New York. In Queens, you know, <laughs> he um, what's your name, son? Gino Gino Godogli. He so I would always watch their games, but yeah, man, those those early 2000s Cincinnati teams were a lot of fun, yeah. So he's got a tight relationship with with Godogli, Marcus Freeman. I mean, they're they're all hands on deck over there with with their recruitment on, on Deuce Knight, yeah. I mean, that one I think right now is Notre Dame, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. I truly think that Ole Miss is quietly probably if they're not in the driver's seat, they're sitting on the console in the middle. Now, Tennessee, now that he's in Nashville at Lipscomb Academy, they're a little closer. I don't think that's going to play a role at all. 
I mean, sure, he's closer to, to Knoxville, but I, I do think Ole Miss and Notre Dame are neck and neck with Tennessee. It's definitely a three-team race right now for him. But yeah, I'll get a, plenty of opportunities to see him sling it at uh, Litscombe Academy this fall. Cam Franklin going to Auburn. Narelle White going to Ole Miss. Those are the calls by Zach Berry. Stamp it. That's what's happening. Trevor, Trevor Jackson, Ole Miss. Trevor Jackson, Ole Miss. All right. I'm writing it down. I will hold you to it. We will reconvene at some point later this week. Thank you to uh, sponsors and make the show possible. And uh, as always, we appreciate you, the listener, for uh, giving us the opportunity to do this because this is a lot of fun. Until next time, Ben, I will, uh, I will talk to you then, my friend. Gino Gadoogly. <laughs>